0: I'm, I'm the one of she is one of the students that I'm closest to and she has let me read her journals and she's letting me read some of her writing work which I really appreciate because she's like asking for for advice and for me to edit her her novel she's writing a novel um, and she came to me about her problems at home about her problems with uh, her parents. So they were having like issues and she feels like they're going to get divorced soon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's tough because they, they look to you for, for advice, right. For yeah. like, what are they going to do next? And honestly, I just, I didn't know what to say, but not sure. Tell me if I'm correct here but I did tell her that it isn't your fault that this is yeah. happening at home. You are, you're correct. And this is th- okay. <laughs> and this <laughs> is something that your parents are uh, are responsible for and you're not. Yeah, and, and um, I know that Yeah, I told her that I know it really hurts cuz you know I've had my own family things at home right. and it hurts. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to turn to. I wasn't sure if I could go to my friends. Um, and I think that was what she was going through at that time. She came to me because she didn't want to tell her her classmates out of shame mm-hmm. um and so what what would you say to that um
1: you? i'd I'd say the way you handled it is absolutely correct. you know, you mm-hmm. reassured the student that it's okay to come to you. uh it's mm-hmm. okay that you you're kind of that beacon of safety to them, you know of Hey, you know, if anything happens, I can come to you. I trust you. I I trust you enough to tell you what's going on at home.
0: Mm.
1: And you're giving her sound advice, you know, because of course, divorce is never, it it involves a child, but it's never the child's fault. You know, the child is in that situation, but it's not because of what they did. It's because of something, uh, the external factor. So the factors outside of their control, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: definitely, you 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 did that correct, and I I would definitely keep on um speaking checking. to the student, you know, checking in with the student if if whenever possible. And yeah. one of the things that I always remind myself is, don't force out information, because mm-hmm. when it comes to a child, you can't just um ask him, hey, what's going on, and then they tell you, oh, uh, everything's okay. And then you just keep uh you know, just keep asking questions, but uh, you know, if they don't respond right away, then that's okay. You know, it's mm. it's completely okay. Some kids open up right away and some kids don't.
0: Right. Okay, that's good. Because I, I um I teach secondary. Okay. So, so they're they're no longer like kids, but still kids. Is that um,
1: middle school over there in Vietnam or, yeah. or no? Okay, so so it's like yeah. here. It's like here in the US.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they, I know that they're dealing with stuff at home. Um, cause you can tell, especially like the grade eight students.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The the older ones, because they're getting, they're getting older. older They're starting to really, they're starting to get really involved in society and in life. And yeah. And they know, they
0: understand that they're learning how to understand, you know, people and what's going on at home. And it's not just, you know, they know that it's not always happy. Uh,
1: relationships are not very easy to to handle. So,
0: yeah.
1: Right. Oh. Thank you well, for
0: sharing what you.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, I feel like you and I have that in common that we're involved with in our students' mm. lives, but in different capacities. Yeah, definitely. It's good. So, so guys, welcome to the podcast. Here we're we're <laughs> on the palsy and Fitness podcast. I'm here with, I'm, uh, forgive me if I if I mis mispronounce your name. But is oh oh o- o- De- Odessa? Odessa?
0: Odessa. But you can call me Odie.
1: Yeah. Odie, Odie. okay. Odie. That makes it easier. So yeah. I'm here with Odie. She's actually a uh she's actually a, me- a mentee for writers. She's also an author and she she also teaches children. Uh, she's also a teacher from the Philippines. So welcome Odie. Thanks
0: David. I've been looking forward to this chat.
1: I know me. Me too. We were just having a a wonderful conversation about uh, mentoring and how important it is in our lives and how yeah how pivotal it is to be involved in a child's life when it comes to tough situations. Uh, and also to kind of start off this podcast, you're you're a teacher yourself, so let's talk about your background a little bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, talk. Tell me about yourself and how you kind of, what you kind of dealt with early in life and how you kind of got involved in the education.
0: Yeah. So I was in the Philippines uh, for like the first 35 years of my life. And um, I did have teaching jobs and writing jobs. But my full-time job was always corporate. I was in sales. I was in HR. And there was the pandemic, right? So I started mm-hmm. working at home, and also i um I ended a relationship, and I think that the pandemic had a major impact in in all of us, I guess like yeah. everything shifted after the pandemic, so. The pandemic also was a reason, one of the reasons why the the relationship ended, and so I decided that it might be good to start somewhere else. It might be the right time, um, and I had a friend who was living here in Hanoi uh, for three yeah. years, and so you know I really trust her. Uh, we worked, we've worked together uh, in in the past, and she's always been really welcoming. She would always say, "Hey, come here and and visit and stay at my apartment." Um, but I never got the chance to visit Vietnam. And I was just Googling and I was looking for countries where I can move to. And I thought, okay, I can teach. I know that I can teach. And this is just something, of course, I need to study and I need to build on um, classroom teaching experience. And I know that many, many uh, teachers and traveling teachers stay here um and you know for the income and for the food the culture and the country itself is beautiful um and I decided okay maybe it's the right place for me to be and I had a friend so that was a big thing um and then I moved here and I started teaching in a secondary school in English centers I had my private classes and so far it's been good and uh, my so i have a 2 year contract and then it ends next year 2024 and i'll see where I, where i go from there
1: okay um is, is vietnam kind of a i guess the 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 right destination for you so far like if you feel like if 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 anything happens you would stay and just continue teaching there
0: um that's such a good question i know that this is the right place for me right now yeah, okay. right now, this is where I'm supposed to be. I have friends. I've made friends. Um, I like my students, the people that I work with. Um, and I feel like things are right. You know, things are in the right place. I'm in the right location. Um, and however, I don't feel like I will be staying here for like maybe or over three years or so. Yeah. Um, I'd like to move. I'd like to see Europe at some point. I haven't been okay. there. And um yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm looking at I I do have some plans um on like just finishing my my contract and moving somewhere else. But of, of course that planning takes a lot of time and right. You know, it takes money too. Um mm. so I have a year. <laughs> I have a year to plan. <laughs> um yeah, we'll see.
1: Well, that's that's that sounds uh, fantastic, and it seems like you enjoy what you do. And uh, to, you mentioned to me that you are a writer. So, what kind, of, what, what individual or what things inspired you to kind of pursue writing?
0: Yeah. So, ah, uh, so when I was a child, I remember writing on really small notepads. You know, the ones that you buy in the in the bookstore and oh, just yeah, like yeah. small notes and tasks and stuff. Um, so I had those notebooks. And I was already uh, making my diary. But I had no idea if anyone else was doing it. I was a child. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, I just liked to write about my day, uh, about my friends in school. And um, when I was in high school, I think I got, into writing for the school paper and then college i started writing songs because i learned how to play the guitar and i formed a band and we were you know having small gigs yeah it was super fun (laughs) super fun um and then i I stopped writing songs
1: oh you love love music music. i'm a a big music fanatic
0: oh that's something we can talk about later
1: yeah Um, yeah
0: but i stopped i stopped uh the music but i kept on writing uh, poems and and then when i i think it was 2018 2019 when i started to get comfortable writing about my life and i was posting my stuff on medium.com i know you've heard you probably yeah. have heard yeah. of that yeah so i have stuff there and then one of my articles blew up and it became re- quite popular it was shared everywhere uh, it was a, an article about dating so the title wow. of the article was Six Signs You're Dating a Keeper. Um and I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was <laughs> in a relationship at that time and I wrote about my um my boyfriend. And uh, I never thought that people would be interested in a list that I made. <laughs> um so I was like, well, What happened? Why is why do why did people read my work? And that's when I saw the possibility of being read by people, not just from the Philippines, but by people from, you know, different countries. And that was the encouragement that I needed. And it pushed me to keep writing and make a bo- make a website and eventually uh, compile all of my poems and turn them into, into a book. Um, so yeah, it was step by step. It wasn't like I was a child and I was already dreaming of, you know, being a writer and making books. It wasn't like that. Um, it was more, uh, following the, the what do you call that? It's like um a guide. Well, following, following your, the...
1: following your into your your intuition, your your you know.
0: Exactly, like okay, this this something good happened here. Maybe I should go here, and then I got some encouragement on this side, and then I'll go here. So I would just follow that, and uh, without I was of of course scared of. You know, publishing and submitting to magazines. It was. It's right. always intimidating to do these these kinds of things, um, dealing with you know the the better writers, the real writers or the All editors. Right. Um, but this makes you better. Uh, and I knew that if I if someone edits my work, then it can only turn out to be better, right? So I like that. I like that process. Um, because I never studied writing. I never had formal. Um, education until now that I'm in in a writing program for MTSU oh, wow. um, yeah so that this is actually like this year I think was the year that um I wrote so much <laughs> I was required to it was a requirement um from the program and also from this writing assignment that I'm on and it's great I like the pressure so it's it's what I love to do
1: that, that's, that's awesome. You know, it's always, a, uh, it's always great when you can find something you're passionate about and really pursue it and hone it yeah. and make it your own and build something of yourself, you know, make yourself better every day, step-by-step. Step. And, you know, you're only, you're only you, there's only one of you and that's what matters, you know, and that's what you want to show to the world is, is you, you know, you don't want exactly. to be anyone else
0: exactly and I think um it's so, so important to identify yourself as that person and say that this is who I am and whether people believe me or not um because at the start I was a little embarrassed to say I'm a writer because I did again I didn't study writing in school I studied um another course which is behavioral science okay. and writing was just like on the side for me and uh when I decided okay I'm gonna call myself a writer I will, I'm gonna put it on my social media pages and uh introduce myself as a writer confidently uh, without any shame or embarrassment and hesitation um, that's when I I started feeling like, hey, it's actually true. Uh, it may be true that uh, I can write and I am a oh, writer.
1: Oh, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because when it comes to professions like art, writing, uh, content creation, podcasting, mm. when you t- when you tell somebody that, they'll look at they'll give you this look of, right? Yeah, writer. you're not. Content content creator, you you can't make money off you can't make money off of that you can't make a career out of that, or you'll never amount to anything because it won't get you anywhere. And I've gotten that so many times, like it's ridiculous. Oh man! But I I never let it. I never let it bring me down. I'm like, yeah, you can say whatever. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's not. It's your life. You are the one that's right. whose life is getting richer for the podcast that you're making and for for speaking to people that you want to speak to. It's right. not them, um, and you are responsible to protect that. You know, you protect your own happiness, protect your the quality of your life. So just keep right. going. Right, and <laughs> it's, it's, to them. it's
1: yeah.
0: oh, I think I lost your audio. Sorry, I lost your audio. Hello, no. Uh, I can't hear you for some weird reason. Uh, Maybe you can stop recording for a while.